0: Where are you headed on your next trip? Have you considered the environmental impact of your adventure? Listen to the Traveling Green Divas to get tips for healthy, safe, and eco-friendly travels. Well, I'm so excited to be doing another Traveling GDs with Raquel Navoa, who is... From Spain, I believe, but lives in Western Ireland, so she has this wonderful musical accent, but she has a business called Fifty Shades Greener, and she is busy around the world. She's, of course, concentrated in Ireland in the UK, but uh, greening the hospitality industry. Hi, Raquel.
1: Hi, Meg. How are you?
0: I'm good. So far, so good. So you've been busy trying to green the hospitality industry, and one of the big things, and this includes restaurants as well as hotels, everybody really, once you start, you realize what we're talking about. But you've got this challenge, the Saucy Challenge. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so the Saucy Challenge is um, basically I'm trying to abolish completely all individually packaged sauces, uh, condiments, sugar, etc., from the Irish food service industry. Um, I guess the, the, the dream is to abolish them from the whole world. <laughs> but <laughs> as I live in Ireland and I I know most businesses here um, because I've already worked with them, I thought I'd start with Ireland. But... Anybody in the world can get involved on in this, um, and really, I mean, they're, every time one of those packets is opened, whether you use it fully or you don't, um, they end up in landfill. Um, they're not, even though they're plastic, they're not even recyclable because they have food inside, so you can't recycle them. They're, they're contaminated, so they end up in landfill. Um, and I, I, I wrote a blog um, a couple of three weeks ago, maybe. Uh, when I was studying how polluting the tourism industry is, and I was quite shocked to find out that tourism accounts for 10% of all the global carbon emissions. Um, And in the blog, I couldn't... Wait a minute, wait, wait, you got to go back. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow, wait a minute. So 10% 10 of all
1: global emissions? Carbon emissions, yes. It's quite shocking, yeah. I guess, you know, it's only when you start really looking into it. Um, We produce a huge amount of waste in our hospitality industry. Um, We use a huge amount of energy. And then obviously you have to add air travel um, Mm -hmm. to that. So when you start adding up all the different segments, um, it's a really polluting industry. And it's not the top polluting industry yet. But I can't help but wonder at the rate that tourism is growing globally, could it be the most polluting industry in the next 10 to 20 years? And I'm sure if it does, somehow, you know, the tide is going to turn. I think customers are going to turn against the hospitality industry and the tourism industry somehow. I mean, we all know our kids these days are a lot more environmentally conscious. So unless we try and create a type of industry that takes actions um, and tries to minimize their environmental impact. Um, I think tourism won't be viewed as, as the nice thing to do maybe in 20, 30 years' time.
0: Hey, it's a great time to tell you about a cool new podcast that you're going to want to listen to. Have you ever walked down the street, looked around and wondered, what the hell are we doing? Then you might be ready for The Crazy Town Podcast. If you want to get the real scoop on the sustainability crisis with a refreshing perspective, or you're ready for ideas about how to change our overly consumptive way of life, or you just want to hang out with some funny guys who come up with good ideas every once in a while, then you're going to want to listen to Crazy Town. Now's the time to think differently, to be a little contrarian, to embrace your rebellious streak, and above all, keep a sense of humor. Please check out Crazy Town at Postcarbon.org forward slash crazy town and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's postcarbon.org forward slash crazy town.
1: I guess with this challenge, all I wanted to show is that small action taken by a lot of people or a lot of businesses could have a huge environmental impact um, and I I went into the company registration office and I found out that there is over 16,000 food outlets, food service industry businesses in Ireland wow. um, and that's not counting sort of petrol stations you know where you can still get yeah. food and sandwiches and stuff like that so you could add a few thousand more to that but Say if everybody uses these sashes and say, you know, your average customer, there's about 100 people coming into each business a day, which is quite a very low average. That means that in one day, we we actually produce 1.6 million single-use wrappings per day, just in Ireland.
0: Wow. So I
1: guess when you look at the figures in that sense, you know, you realize, Everybody says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm meeting so many people that they said, "Ah, oh, it's just one sachet of mayonnaise, you know. It's just one sachet and for funny, yourself
0: it's you, you, I want to just note that you're using the word sachet, and we would probably say oh. packet, but, you know, it's... It, packet. <laughs> just to be clear, and when you think about those <laughs> in the numbers in Ireland, which is mm. really small percentage of Tiny. the damage we must be doing here in the
1: U.S., <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> not to criticize anybody but i mean this is a problem every single country has single-use plastics are used so much um i was actually in la only last month uh visiting some clients and um i was quite shocked to find the amount of single-use plastics in the hotel bedrooms that i visited you know and the thing is that's that's what we're used to doing you know it's not a criticism of any hotel owner or hotel manager it's just kind of what's put in front of you and 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 what you're used to doing and i think that the key is to step back and think hold on you know what kind of single use plastics can i abolish from my business or from my life what what's what's the stuff that is unnecessary and actually unnecessary is one of my uh, new favorite words (laughs) when i when i look at anything in my life or when i'm buying anything i I always ask that question to myself. Is this absolutely necessary and is it worth the waste it's going to create? Um, And you find that a lot of the time then you actually figure out that it's not necessary and that either there is an alternative that is more sustainable or that you might not actually need the item at all. Yes, that is
0: so true when you stop and think how much we just buy Mm -hmm. out of habit almost. So one of my questions, and, and I know having looked at Single-use straw use is a big issue over here that everybody is kind of wakening Mm. up to. uh, Wow, we use an awful lot. And and it came into peak of use for plastic was after SARS, and it was Mm. a hygiene issue. People were freaking out. They didn't want to get sick, and, you know, nobody Mm. wanted to put their lips on a glass in a restaurant or whatever, so... Everybody started using straws, and so it just exploded after, you know. uh. So hygiene is something that, and I think restaurant chains and hotels have issues with concerns over lawsuits and people getting sick. So how
1: do we address that? So, say one of the alternatives to the individual packets um, would be to have like large bottles of ketchup mayonnaise available that are in each table. Um, You see a lot of businesses, and I've been championing some businesses that already do that. So, I post a picture every day of some some business that has found an alternative to the individual packet sources. So, you know, you could have the little vintage bottles of ketchup, you know, the glass ones. um, And I mean, they are as hygienic as anything. It's, It's glass and the ketchup is inside, and you put it in your plate and then you close the bottle. That's that's as far as it goes. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, when we talk about hygiene and we're all so worried about germs, but what about, I mean, we all know that plastics releases chemicals. So think about this for a second. If you have a, a packet of ketchup and it has been in store for months because, you know, they have a huge shelf life, these this these, these as well. Plastic has been re- plastic chemicals would have been released inside in that in that packet of ketchup already, and it would have been contaminated with your food already. So, I actually don't believe they're more hygienic, um, and I think sometimes on the quest of hygiene, we're also you know we are compromising the food chain. Yeah, we're um, poisoning ourselves plastic. with plastic instead of germs. <laughs> yeah, That's it. and even down to the amount of antibiotics we give our oh. animals. We're eating that meat, then, and yeah. the fertiliser is in vegetables. So, do you know, when somebody somebody has said this to me before here in Ireland, uh, when I'm trying to, to uh, promote the challenge, and they're talking about hygiene, and I just I, I nearly laugh because. You know, our food chain is is completely compromised with many other things. Like, and I don't think um, using a large bottle of ketchup instead of a sachet is going to kill anybody. Oh, I (laughs) more than any other food would.
0: Totally agree, and yeah, I would always prefer not to use my food that has been wrapped in plastic or contained in plastic. Especially, Mm. they just did a study, and I saw it yesterday. a, A new study that shows that almost all bottled water does contain mm. trace amounts of plastic. And so if we're drinking a yeah. lot of bottle of water, you know, plastic bottled mm. water, you know, we're getting plastic in our system and it can't be good. And I wish I could remember the name of the study, but come
1: <laughs> to we already knew that. <laughs> Same as... There, there, yeah, they're there there a couple of years out telling us about bottled water and the chemicals that are released by plastic. So I, I, I found it hard to believe that nobody made the association as well that any sauce that is wrapped in plastic will also contain chemicals from the plastic. And like I say, the shelf life of those individual packets is huge. You can have one in store for a year or two and it still be edible. So well, I and, and don't is, want to. Well, and the truth
0: is, like ketchup is... A- to me, I don't know how much tomato is actually in ketchup, but tomato is an acidic wow. fruit, actually, mm. but it does extract. It tends to to break down and extract a little bit of whatever chemicals are mm. there. So that's unpleasant thought. Mm-hmm. So, how has the response been to you? You literally have a campaign. Let me just tell folks that you have a campaign, hashtag saucy challenge. Saucy challenge. Which is saucy, so cute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I pick all my names right I think <laughs> I like to always make my name same as my company name a bit of fun because you know sometimes I feel like people people view greening or you know environmental things are so serious and right. kind of boring to a lot of people and I'm kind of trying to bring the sexy into greening you know and, and, and the sexy into any, any any challenge that we try and do so yeah in order to help businesses um, the response thing is low so far I'm only one person, I'm by myself here in the west coast of Ireland. So I've released a few videos, I've started a petition, I've wrote letters to the Minister for Environment here in Ireland And I've been writing a lot of letters to radio stations so that I can get a bit of publicity about it. But um, about, there's 24 businesses involved now. I only started this two weeks ago, so I'm conscious that you know this is going to take a long time. Um, But 24 businesses is better than none, I guess. Um, And what I did to be able to help them is I created a free training video on my website that anyone can access and watch. You don't need to enter your email address or anything. It's freely available for everyone to watch. And it gives you kind of like a case study as to why it's important to abolish these items, um, And it also goes through the different options that a business has to to replace the items. Um, so anyone can watch the video. if They might be able to apply the actions themselves or if they want to get in touch with me. Um, my details are on the website and they can get in touch. And I promise that I will help any business that wants to get involved. I will help them for free, no charge. I just want to make this happen, hopefully.
0: Well, and I assume... It's okay to reach into the U.S. here because I'm going to promote this. I watched the video. It's a great video, and why not? There's there's too many packaged products in addition to all the plastic, single-use plastic stuff. So I'm going to promote it over here. Let's get it going, girl. Thank you. <laughs>
1: think- it is very doable, you know, and, and I really hope. It's the industry itself that gets behind it. So far, the public has got behind it more than the industry. But I think then as well, if enough, if enough amount of the public get involved um, the industry will have to change they will have to get behind it
0: well we're behind it and again people can find out tell people Raquel again how they can find out more about you and see this video
1: so my website is www50 um and on the homepage itself you'll see the Saucy Challenges straight away and they can just click on that page and uh, watch the video and if any business has any questions or they think they can't do it but they want to do it they can contact me bring you know let me know what their barriers are what their concerns are and i will help them out
0: again hashtag saucy challenge and i'm gonna post post about that when we post this podcast thanks again raquel look forward to talking to you again soon
1: thank
0: you meg whether you're off to a tropical getaway or traveling for business make sure to check the traveling green divas on thegreendivas.com for more tips and ideas for healthy, safe, and eco-friendly adventures.